Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Morin on this edition of Arkansas AgCast. I'm with Matt King, Director of National Affairs for Arkansas Farm Bureau, and today we're going to be talking about the most recent market facilitation program that the president has authorized and Arkansas farmers and farmers all across the country are eligible to sign up for right now in view of the ongoing trade dispute with China. And Matt, if you will, just talk about uh, this most recent uh, MFP program. And uh, it's been underway now for, I guess, uh, not quite two weeks. Talk about uh, how much longer farmers have to sign up and why this is so important. Farmers have until December to sign up, Ken, but hopefully we will see a lot of producers get out there because the payments are are scheduled to start flowing in in August. And what this is going to be based on is every acre that you plant of a covered commodity is actually eligible for a payment this year. It's not on a commodity-specific basis like it was last year. If you go to farmers.gov, you can go in and see what the specific rate is for your for your county. It's here in Arkansas and across the Delta area. It ranges anywhere from $62 an acre to $122 an acre. Statewide, we're looking at somewhere between $22 and $134 an acre. Have a very wide discrepancy. It really depends on what's being grown in that county, whether you're a heavy soybean county or cotton county, rice. All of those, all of those commodities play a factor in what you're what your rate is for your county. But the important thing is, is that producers have to go into their USDA FSA office and sign up. The limitation to this is based, it can't be greater than what the 2018 acres is. Now, there's a lot of producers out there that have gone in and, and grown their operation, rented additional acreage this year. Those new acres are still eligible for this program as long as they received um, sign up for the last MFP payment. So, if the person that you bought it from or renting from this year, as long as it was eligible for a government program last year, it's eligible for the program this year. FSA will look at those on, on a farm number by farm number basis. Hopefully those, those acres are in there. There have been some reports of some challenges with this, but that is the way the program is set up to work. Um, hopefully we will start to see some of these, these payments begin to flow here in the next, next few weeks because as everybody knows, the challenges that we have with with this trade war that we have with China right now, it's really impacting farmers' bottom lines because our market here is set up to export most of our crop within a five-month period. This last year, we extended that out to a 12-month period. So we still have a lot of beans in storage. We're, we're forecast right now by the USDA to have a record amount of soybeans in storage, and we're going to have our lowest uh, China exports to China in over a decade. So, I mean, our, our exports last year, two years ago, were 27 million tons that was exported there. This year, we're just over 10 million tons that's been exported. So about a third of what they were just a couple of years ago. And that's that's down from where our records were. Brazil's taken over a lot of that marketplace for us. And we just don't have the markets coming in to backfill those, where those beans aren't. And that's why we're starting to see our stock levels as high as they are. Well, we know the longer this uh, trade dispute continues, the more uh, serious a blow it's going to be to our farmers and ranchers, especially our crop farmers, who have depended on that market so much. Talk about just how our exports to China have dropped so significantly. 
I mean, exports of soybeans are down substantially. You have a lot of pork products that are that have seen exports decline. We're starting to see some of those pick back up because of the Asian swine flu epidemic that's going across China right now. Uh, reports out of there indicate they've already taken about 30% of their hogs off the market that they've had to cull there in China. And what that equates to is basically the entire U.S. herd they've had to kill in China. They're a huge producer of pork. That's one of the primary protein sources they have for their for their country, and they're, it's just not there anymore. And farmers, both row crop and livestock farmers, are seeing the impact of this. We're not exporting beef into China. I thought we were going to get that market opened up just a few months ago. That's been closed down again. Pork products are not headed into China, which was our major major market prior to this trade war. And then soybeans are what uh, has gotten a lot of press lately because that's they account for over half of the trade in the world, and we're not in that market. So it's having a huge impact because here in Arkansas, we just don't have the capacity to consume the soybeans locally because we don't have crush facilities. And that because we only have one crusher here in Arkansas, we're exporting about 90% of our beans will move down the river. Now, we could consume everything because we have a huge poultry industry here in Arkansas, but we don't have the infrastructure in place to actually utilize those beans. I uh, was just reading here, this aid cannot last forever. In fact, I'm, uh, I'm noting here that according to American Farm Bureau Economist, exports to China were down by $1.3 billion during the first half of the year. And they report that we stand to lose all of what was a $9.1 billion market in 2018. I think every farmer out there is hopeful that there will be a quick resolve to this. The latest escalation in this is is causing a lot of challenges because you had the, the Chinese government come out and say we're not going to buy any more U.S. products. There's still a number of millions of dollars worth of commodities on the books to be exported this year, but it's unclear as to whether we're actually going to make those have those those sale those sales actually be shipped or not. Um, as far as the length of this, it, it's really challenging to see because we've had a lot of. I think most farmers out there would agree that we've had a lot of problems with China. Our rice products haven't been able to be exported to China. Poultry products haven't been able to go to China. Beef products haven't been able to go to China, all because of trade barriers that they've put in place to protect their domestic industry. We want to have fair and balanced trade and an opportunity for us to be able to compete in those markets. Uh, no, No U.S. farmer wants to go in and put a Chinese farmer out of business any more than they want a Chinese farmer putting us out of business. But we do want to be there to provide those additional needs that they have above and beyond what they can produce. So these market facilitation program payments uh, are critical uh, right now. I guess if this issue is not resolved, do we anticipate you know the need for another program similar to this uh, in 2020? We saw last year when these programs came out that the administration said this was a one-time deal just because of what was happening in the marketplace. Then we saw them repeated this year. I think there's and there's a tweet out by the president earlier this week that kind of signaled that he's going to have the farmers back and he will continue this because the farmers are taking the brunt of this. They're they're out here they're they're dealing with this, but they didn't cause any of it, and they won't. This isn't a handout or anything like that. This isn't a subsidy to farmers. Farmers have nowhere else to go to to produce their crops because we've got to grow something. The markets are out there for these things globally. But we've been shut out of a market. We're a pawn in this game right now. And the president's trying to protect and keep rural America strong. 
All right. Well, we're about to enter into the uh, harvest season for this year. As you've already said, Matt, we're, we're going to continue to set records in our soybean production. We just have to have a place to ship them. We just have, a, have to have a place to go with these beans. And like I said earlier, 90% of the soybeans we produce in Arkansas are going to be headed for an export destination. And we saw last year when we had some late rains, deteriorated quality, um, that lack of a Chinese market somewhere to buy anything. With that, that out of the place, everybody just wants the highest quality. We have to have the best quality product, which we typically do. But last year was an exception. And hopefully we will see a better crop come off this year and won't see some of those um, challenges. But it could lead to continued high uh, discount rates and things like that for farmers. One of the things I'd like to plug in some of this in this last legislative session, farmers now have the right through a new grain grading bill to have anything that's above 4% damage on soybeans to be tested. So I would encourage farmers out there, if you get um, heavy discounts on your soybeans, uh, you do have a right now to – they. The elevators have to keep that sample for two days. So if you contact them within two days, you can get an official grade done by a USDA licensed grader. Um, with Mid-South Grain, it costs $12.50. So hopefully that will help save some producers some money and their confidence that what they're, that what they're being graded is correct. Well, Matt, thank you for updating us on this and reminding our producers on the importance of signing up for these mfp payments and then we'll just keep our fingers crossed that this uh, impasse with china can be resolved here sooner than later we've been talking with matt king director of national affairs for arkansas farm bureau on this edition of arkansas agcast